Come on the speaker. Come on the speaker. Come on the speaker. Come on the speaker. As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Woo! What take is this? Third. Take three. It is take three. Y'all. Goodness. What a few, what a couple of weeks it's been. Is Mercury in retrograde? It's possible. Let's check. I don't. I don't recall. My, I, I think it might be. I do know we had a we had a, a full moon. Full moon with the freak show. Jam. But right now we are freak show on the road. Beep beep. beep. <laughs> We're fun. You're fun, baby. You're cute. You're cute. All right. So is Mercury in retrograde? Mercury retrograde, twenty twenty two. Is Mercury in Haterade? Right. That's what it is. So, Haterade. no, apparently the second retrograde already happened from May 10th to June 3rd. That's a long time. Oh. The well, next one is from September 9th to October 2nd. Well, you know what? 2nd. We're in the shadow. Yes. Yeah, so, it is it's it's it is possible that Mercury's retrograde was still impacting us with the recording because we were still in the shadow phase. Okay. And uh, we didn't lose that just now because Woo! there was a short... Uh, we might lose that because my phone is weird lately about voice memos. Hmm. Yeah. I might have to just get the Anchor app and like put it like there. Oh. We could yeah. do that? Uh, yeah. Why don't we do that? Because the voice memos, it's just easy <laughs> with the control that I have. <laughs> okay, I guess. I was like, we could do that? That's a possibility? Yeah, because the thing is also, um, oh, I don't know how it would be. I could, I'm sure I could store it. Then I have to download it out because oh, that'd be pretty. perfect. Oh, that is pretty. That'd be perfect if I was uh, like if we were recording it and then uploading it straight there, straight in, rather than uh, doing any edits. Or I think you can edit within the app. Maybe I don't know. Definitely certainly within the site. Okay, so not yeah, we'll see. Is looking houses here. Yeah, this is this is that kind of area. They have a Corvette outside yeah. with a garage open. Fuck. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just being walk. I know you're funny. <laughs> Jeez, baby. So yeah, it's, it was a tough couple of weeks. Um, oh my goodness! I literally went through two iterations of letting y'all know the stress that I was under at work. And how, um, I mean, it, it basically culminated in, well, the, it was the stress plus just like some really annoying interactions with someone honestly kind of power tripping. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So it, you know, I, I had my stuff, you know, I had, I had a task open. I had the file that I needed to, to use to complete it, the corresponding patient, had that stuff open, uh, you know, knew what I had to do, just couldn't move. I was frozen. I was basically in the throes of a mild anxiety attack. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'm, I remember when I, when I told you, uh, you're like, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, you've had those uh, when you're. You said when you're stressed or overwhelmed. You said when you're stressed or overwhelmed, I've seen you do that. Like you don't. 
and I think I don't think it's just you. I think it's just people in general. Like sometimes we we don't know what our mechanism is when things or life is throwing shit at at us. Yeah, but, I was like, that's what those are. Yeah, so you tend to freeze, which is interesting considering there was a car coming at us and I froze instead of fleeing. And I was trying to pull you, and you you anchored down. This is not an ad for Anchor because we mentioned Anchor quite a few times today. But hey, shout out to Anchor. Yeah, we do distribute the podcast through Anchor. So shout out to Anchor. We do like Anchor. They're very good about... I mean, they put you right on like six platforms. That's good. The fact that we're on Apple Apple Podcasts as well, uh, that's just because I figured out how to do that. But I figured out how to do that through Anchor. You're awesome. But so is Anchor. Yes, it is. I have a mosquito bite on my finger. Do you see it? Oh, jeez. You see how fat my finger is right now? I'm having fat finger problems because of that stupid mosquito bite. Are you typing, uh... Look at this. Typing the wrong letter? It's it's noticeably... I'm sorry, baby. So, my mom uh, grows a... I forget the name of the plant. But it does help. It doesn't... It's not like quite as instant as she tries to portray it as. Uh, what is it you call it? You call it the... Oh, my God. It, it has a little bit of menthol on it. Men- menthol? Yeah, it's like a menthol plant. Or like yeah. a... I wish I could... It's not It's not the Cuban oregano. No. Which is, like, obviously one of those, like, you know... Sh- like, slang names for it. It's, obvi- it's clearly not the proper name for it. No, no. Um, but yeah, it just, you know, we had wanted to include that so that we could touch on like some real tangible mental health stuff, you know, especially in our own lives. Right. Because we don't exactly get into that a lot. No. We should though. Yeah, so. I have no um, idea where I'm going, by the way. I'm just taking this because I figured I have to get to the other side. I, I thought you knew exactly where you were going. I thought you came through with a plan and everything. <laughs> I know, I know. Sometimes I tend to give off that vibe that I know exactly what I'm doing, but you're, I don't. You're driving so decisively, baby. <laughs> I'm here trusting you. Like, and, and in real time, you're telling our listeners that I am not quite as safe as I just thought I was. <laughs> oh my goodness. This <laughs> is an old joke. This is an old joke with my sister. We do the... the the same thing. We were just like, wee. I'm just like, imagine, just like, boom, 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 like to uh, the sides. It's we were, not this one. It's the other one, right? It's the other one. No, no, no. I, I can't go through here? Oh, you could, but, oh, well, yeah, you could. Uh-oh. Yeah. See, sorry. I was 90% sure where I was going or uh, what I was doing. Yeah. 90% sure. That's not bad. That's not bad. You, you was, it's I mean, just, it's, 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 it's not. 5% guac. It's not 100, but, you know. 5% of that was, 5% of that 10 remaining was, was a little guac. Tiny bit. All right, where are you going, dude? Yeah, see, this Silverado, he don't know what he's doing. Silverado. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Silverado. I know there's a... I was sil- expecting another whoa, whoa, whoa from you. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to go straight into talking about Silverado by Action Bronson. Oh. I don't know where they got that beat, but or they where they got that um, sample, but... I mean, the way the song starts, it does sound like like it could be a Silverado commercial. It does. That's a parking space right there, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. We just parking at the beginning of the ramp, y'all. 
We are. At the beginning of the ramp at the mall. At the beginning of the ramp at the mall where the sushi is no longer sold. I think it's a good parking spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was lamenting the sushi more. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll be like, I mean, I think it's a good spot. So we'll be right back with y'all. I just wanted to, I just wanted to make an awkward pause. Okay. We'll be right back with y'all, and uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, just full disclosure, we're going to talk about some Marvel stuff. We are. This is a Marvel-filled episode because the world's a little bit shitty right now, and... We'll yeah. be back on those shitty topics next week. Yes, yes. But we love y'all. And we are back. back. That was whack. And we are back. back. Now that. I was actually considering answering whack. <laughs> I was going to say that. My dude. Yeah, honestly. it's it's a The thing about a green light is that you go. Oh, yeah. This isn't uh, spoilers. This isn't that uh, universe in, the, or I think it's 838. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Where red is go. And green is, it's, oh, it's this motherfucker. We thought it was the uh, Yukon. Is that a Yukon? Yeah, I think it's a Yukon. Uh, it turns out it's whatever sedan fuckboy is in front of him. Oh my goodness. Wow, this is just nonsense right now. What we are experiencing, it is plain old human stupidity. Gosh. Bruh. I like that we need to put that in the show. Huh? I like that we need to put that in the sitcom. Oh. Or in a movie. <laughs> yeah. So, we came to talk to y'all today about Marvel. Marvel. Um, it's a marvelous piece of work. It really is. So, the other day, it was, was it Memorial Day? It was Memorial Day. Yeah. We did a Marvel binging. Yeah, Something so you don't do. Movies, not so much. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, shows we could binge. Yeah. But, like, movies. You did two movies. Back to back. Yeah, I don't... I almost never watch two movies back to back, much less two... Any specific uh, franchise movies. Yeah. Although, if I'm watching two, two movies back to back, they're probably in the same franchise. So. Uh, such was... I, incidentally, they were the two um, back-to-back releases. I mean, they weren't right back-to-back, but they were continuous. They they came out like in the same year, and those were the, they were the first and second movie for Marvel to come out in twenty in twenty eighteen. We watch drum roll, please. You only got one drumstick. I'm not high. I'm not hydrated. Water. I said enough. Oh, okay. Sorry, baby. Uh, my bad. So, we watched Black Panther. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it turns out uh, your sister had, had just hadn't watched a majority of the Marvel movies. My sister's not a Marvel fan. She is now getting into Marvel because of her boyfriend, because he encourages her, which is why I think he's a great, great influence on her. I was going to say experience, but that's not the word. <laughs> He's a great it's not the only he's, reason. He's a great. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's, but yes, I think this is the one that we like. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's been a good influence on her, trying to get her to watch like Star Wars. I mean, he got her to watch Game of Thrones. 
Okay. Yeah, and when she told me, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones, I was like, I have been trying to get you for years to watch that with me. She's like, well, he told me to watch it, so I'm going to watch it. She binged that. Damn. But she also saw um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, but that's the thing, is that she went to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness <laughs> without having watched WandaVision. Yeah, she, she saw it watch... after. She saw WandaVision after the fact. Had she even seen Infinity War and Endgame? Well, she, she saw it with I mean, we saw Infinity. When we see Infinity War together? So that was, so that was her first viewing of Infinity War as yes. well. I knew that was her first viewing of Black Panther. Yes, it was her first viewing of wow. Infinity War. And then... We're supposed to go get back together again to watch end, end games. Yeah, but y'all jumped the gun. Yeah. Well, you know what? She was in the mood. She's like, "Can we just watch End Game?" I was like, "Okay." So I had I had a Marvel well, I'm not going to discourage it. Her. I'm certainly not going to discourage it. Thank you, baby. Appreciate you. Baby, I appreciate you. Should I push him? Uh, no, no points. <sighs> you don't let me do anything fun, man. I can never do nothing. I can never do nothing. Not from George Lopez. I was gonna say I didn't realize that I was uh, that I was Angie and you're George now. <laughs> Let me do nothing. Yeah, so you who, got who lucky, does, George. Who does that make, Ernie? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so we saw uh, Black Panther. She saw it for the first yes. time ever, and watching it again Yo. was even better. Like I, the, this these are the things about these movies is the fact that you can get so much out of a rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Like you're able to just to just and, and I don't want to say pick apart, but really like analyze. You're able to get to just get a further a further layer in. Like obviously they didn't invent the rewatchable movie, but just about like every Marvel movie that I can think of off top. You can rewatch and get something more out of it. Yes. And Black Panther is no exception. Like the when we went to see it in theaters, I definitely teared up. I definitely like. I didn't full on sob, but I was out there crying. Uh, you were you were teary again now when we rewatched. It. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm teary eyed every time. And I, I see think it. I think now we're more teary eyed because you know R.I.P. Yes, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, we're like, damn, man. Because life and death are such big themes in the movie. Okay. And, um... I don't know what's happening. I, I mean, again, spoiler alert, because we are going to be talking about um, this movie in depth, or basically a lot. Okay, if you haven't seen Black Panther, what the fuck's wrong with you? It's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch Black Panther. Go get you a Disney+, Plus and go watch Black, Black yes. Panther. Yes. It's just such a great movie. That's one of those movies that, yes, it really helps having watched Civil War because Black Panther's character. It's not like it was a cameo. It's not like you, you don't get a like if you if you love Hawkeye's character and you want to do a whole Hawkeye rewatch. I don't know that you're gonna get a whole lot out of watching Thor. No. Because like his his role was very very small. Like it was not the way that the way that Black Widow's was in in. Uh, Iron Man 2 where she was for all intents and purposes a supporting character um, same with Nick Fury but like you know if you if you, if you want to do a T'Challa you know rewatch because I think that, that, could, that could totally be a thing you just pick out a character from the MCU and you just watch what they've been in 
Oh, I mean, you see the whole story. Arc. You see the development there. Yeah. yeah. So you a, could totally that do... That is a great, great idea, baby. Yeah, you could totally do a watch, uh, a, T'Challa, a T'Challa viewing that's, you know, um, Civil War and Black Panther and Infinity War and just round it out with, with, uh, with Endgame just to finish it out. Yeah. Uh, of course, we, we heretofore don't know what, is, what his role is going to be in um, Black Panther 2. And my brother, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we know that there will be a new Black Panther... And that T'Challa will not be recast. Uh, so you know, we're gonna see what happens. We also know that Namor is gonna be there. We, they, they already cast his role, and that the actor is learning uh, an indigenous language for the role. Oh, okay. Namor is the king of Atlantis, and he is more—he is like a full-on anti-hero. He—he's seldom a full—a full-on hero, and occasionally he can be like uh, antagonistic. And he's supposed to be an antagonist, from my understanding. Okay. But I let's appreciate st- you doing all this additional research. Maybe sit. Oh, like just, I'm down I, for the deep dive. I know. I know you love podcasts. Listening about that. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was just listening to stuff regarding the Fantastic Four uh, casting, but I'm not going to talk about that. So if you're listening and you're like, "Oh, wow, there's Fantastic Four information," you're not going to get it in this episode. No, but I do, have, I do have a comment for you outside of the episode, though. So remind me. Okay. <laughs> remind me. Well, then. Um, Listeners, remind me. <laughs> hey, by the way, did you tell Cyrix that thing? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Gosh. So, uh, this movie kicks off one week after the events of Civil War. In regards to T'Challa... That involves uh, the bombing at the UN, or at least at the UN meeting. I don't know if it was at the UN like building, but it very much involved um, the death of T'Chaka. This was not even the, not just the death, the murder of T'Chaka at the hands of Baron Zemo, and the framing of Bucky for the murder. Um, you know, like T'Challa's role in Civil War. It, it wasn't just like, uh, you know, stopping, you know, or rather arresting Bucky and, and uh, um, stopping Sam and Steve. It was very, it was also revenge on who he thought killed his father. And if he wasn't going to kill him, he was certainly going to take him to, to Wakanda to be tried. Right. But over the course of his, you know, his role in um, Iron Man's side of the conflict and uh, telling Thaddeus Ross uh, what, what, um, like how Black Widow stopped him from pursuing Steve and Bucky, which made her a fugitive too. Um, he stops... Zemo from killing himself after realizing and he says this 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 fantastic line I think it's probably sums up the movie Civil War amazingly vengeance has consumed you it is consuming them being the Avengers uh, because while he's out there stopping Zemo 
which was supposed to be killing Zemo, or you know, because he had he had full intent to kill Zemo. Um, he, what's it called? He says, "I'm done letting it consume me." He knows very well that something is going on that's not good. Right. He he could even know to the full extent that there is a fight inside in which. Uh, Iron Man is on one side and Captain America and Bucky Barnes are on the opposing side. Mm-hmm. So he could know that much. And I think that a lot of that fuels his attitude and his arc throughout the movie. And I put that together in the first recording, but of course, we'll never get to hear that because of the fucking technical difficulties that deleted those two takes. Do we need to hire an IT specialist? We might need to. Okay. Some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, baby. Baby. You're hired. <laughs> How much does it pay? Do I get Do I get benefits? Do I get a 401k? Mm-hmm. No, I mean... You a freak one k As a what? A freak one k You were saying sorry? I was like, baby, we would have got paid as hosts. <laughs> like, we gonna, I'm going to pay you as IT. <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, I thought that was a... I thought that coming off of Civil War, um, understanding the weight of choosing vengeance and, that, and the fact that vengeance is consuming and it doesn't, it doesn't get you what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, killing Zemo and... Under the misconception, killing Bucky weren't going to bring T'Chaka back. Right. And so I think that that forms a big... I think that forms an interesting dynamic. It's really... Obviously, um, to, like, uh, obviously Chadwick Boseman's loss, like, is horrible for his family. And for all the people that he inspired. Um, and obviously that's the more important thing of his loss. But, um... I will say that as far as the character of T'Challa being lost, a lot of beats that were that you know that were that were story in this movie, mm-hmm. a lot of character dynamics don't get to be resolved. Yeah. Uh, that is to say, all of T'Challa's uh, character dynamics that didn't get to advance in Infinity War. Um, so the reason I'm bringing up the vengeance stuff is because um, the supposed villain, until we're introduced to Killmonger and to kind of what Killmonger, like his M.O., the supposed villain coming into this is Ulysses Claw. Mm-hmm. Because Ulysses Claw was introduced in Age of Ultron. And it was very clear that he was um what's it called he he was basically the the guy who knew about Wakanda outside of Wakanda he was the guy who wasn't supposed to know who knew and he how did he learn about Wakanda he was an arms dealer and remember the opening scene of this movie we have um is it the opening or at the very least, it's it's uh, the the ninety the nineteen ninety two yeah, scene yeah, yeah, yeah. with Njobu, Sterling K. Brown, mm-hmm. and uh, T'Chaka. Well, not T'Chaka. Yeah, he he comes in, but um, 
we have uh, Denzel Whitaker, no relation to Forrest, playing young Zuri. Because Forrest plays old Zuri. Um, yeah, which I thought was cool. I'm like, because I knew who he was when we saw it. And it's Denzel Whitaker from all that. Yeah. And, um, Basically, it, it's made very clear throughout the movie that Njobu sold um, sold um, vibranium to, uh, to to Claw. Dun dun dun! Yeah. And so, um, Njobu had talked about how he had seen how black people throughout the world are treated. And how Wakanda has the means to help black people rise up. And uh, T'Chaka was, you know, had a... He, he really followed that tradition of isolationism and secrecy mm-hmm. that Wakanda had practiced for generations ever since the meteor of, of vibranium had hit and produced basically an endless well of vibranium that they were able to make into uh, the centerpiece of their society. Um, and it's a really interesting conversation of, of, you know, like isolationism versus helping oppressed people who share your culture or share your origin rise up. Um, especially since, I mean, that was Killmonger's MO. He very much took... Uh, his dad's, you know, d- what's it called? Mission, mm-hmm. and made it his. And was that was that poisoned by his desire for revenge? Very much so. Yeah. I think that he that vengeance is also just a theme in um, Black Panther's story in the MCU, not just because of um, Killmonger, but also because of Wakabi. Um, Daniel Kaluuya's character. Yeah. I mentioned also that that Wakabi's big thing. Like I, I really wanted. I really thought about like what happened with them. Like why couldn't it? Why did it seem like they could really like repair things? Why did Wakabi go with uh, Killmonger? It's revenge. Because He's to avenge his father's death. His parents were killed oh, by Claw. Yeah. yeah. Claw is responsible for his family's death. And remember when he when it seemed like Claw was out of their clutches, he called it more of the same. What other shows are? He's from Get Out. He's the lead from Get Out. Ah, yes, big eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all I remember from Get Out. I haven't seen Get Out. I feel you. I've seen it once. I have not seen it. Wow, you saw it. Commander Lawrence is uh, the dad, the the white girl's dad. You saw Get Out. You're still boxed in. I better not be boxed in come midnight, shit. Mm. Yeah, my car is boxed in, y'all. Mm. On, the, on the curb parking. Curb parking. Yeah, so... I, and we don't... We don't... We also... We don't get to see that dynamic repaired. Because they can't just let uh, Wakabi back in. But then, you know... Then, the, then the, the blip happened. The snap. That's true. So, Wakabi... If he survived... He probably had to step up. Okoye probably needed him. Not to mention the fact that they were a couple. Yeah. So that yeah, we, we we also at least we get to see that we get to see the fallout from that. 
um, whatever whatever may not be resolved, or if he did disappear, that means they didn't get to resolve a damn thing. Damn. That's a lot. That is so much, yeah. But I was talking a lot there, baby. What, what thoughts do you... No, no, I mean, I... I, I... These are things that after you mentioned, I was like, okay, I'm, I am seeing the, the the theme here. I am seeing that, but I, I, I think, and I told you, I, well, I said it in, in like take two of right. our original episode that I was actually on the on the side of let's not share our resources so quickly, like with Wakanda. Let's let's share them slowly, see the reaction, just because people yeah. people get like power trips yeah we're talking about a a world in which like we don't we don't really know what's out there and this is also a world with the sokovia accords at the end of the movie i agree i agree yeah with their approach the whole like kind of because it didn't seem like they were gonna just run out there like like uh like how eric planned Mm -hmm. nor like how njobu and njobu actually seemed like he i mean granted they actually both seemed like they had a refined plan but also a very villainous one yeah versus or especially with Killmonger versus um the fact that that um the fact that T'Challa was placing Nakia in charge of some things and we get to see him placing Shuri in charge of some things it's going to be uh you know a a collective thing a more a much more a much more tempered and much more like counseled thing yeah um because who was it going to be with with Killmonger? Who was it going to be except for him, uh, Claw, and the girlfriend that he shot? Yeah, that's true. That 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 all was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, that movie is just full. This movie is just full of moments that just hit home. Um. You know, from the from the stuff in that you know that happened back in ninety two, mm-hmm. to uh, the um, the whole he froze like um, you know we we learned that there was a past between them between him and Nakia, uh, which I'm sure I'm sure she's like a character in the comics, but you know it's like um, that's another thing that we don't really get to see again, right. Because she wasn't in Infinity Wars, there wasn't really a, wasn't really a role for her. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is gonna happen? That's a tough one. I mean, they said it's gonna be an ensemble piece, and that the Black Panther, uh, the new Black Panther, wouldn't necessarily be the lead. So the story wouldn't necessarily surround them quite so much as like probably them and like Shuri and Okoya and Nakia and uh, Mbaku and probably Wakabi has a chance for redemption. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to have Namor. Um, they had made mention of like um, they had, they had made mention of the situation with um with Atlantis like a really passive mention they didn't even say Atlantis or Namor but they said that's what like Okoye was talking about in Endgame okay in that hologram session mm-hmm. yeah so then um <clears throat> the and again it's it's known that he's gonna be in the movie 
Um, let's see. Black Panther. Hmm. Wakanda Forever. When is this supposed to come out now? November 11th. Oh, Veterans Day. Yeah, true. Again, Nakia, Okoye, uh, Shuri. Mm-hmm. Shuri somehow, Letitia Wright somehow comes after Martin Freeman as Everett Ross and uh, Daniel Kaluuya as Wakabi. I guess because I guess I, they're probably just bigger stars. Okay. Um, Mbaku, uh, Queen Ramonda, Queen Mother. Um, oh, they're throwing in Riri Williams, uh, the Ironheart. She, um, so the way that she, her stuff works in the comics is she gets us, she gets like an AI, she gets a hold of an AI, um, of Tony Stark while he's like in a coma. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think she gets a hold because she's able to like reverse engineer one of his suits or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see. They got uh, Dominique Thorne playing her. Um, I, I don't know who she is. Hmm. But apparently she's in, in If Beale Street Could Talk and in Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, Io is in it. Okay. But they're saying additionally, so it just doesn't seem like she's going to have as huge a role as she did in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, the Wakandan River Tribe, Merchant Tribe, and Border Tribe uh, elders all come back. Uh, Tenak Huerta is... He's, supp- he's supposed to be the dude who's... Uh, Who's playing um, Namor? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It says un- undisclosed antagonist role over here, but it's it's definitely Namor. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I guess we're gonna see their conflicts, cause uh, Namor is a member of the Illuminati. So maybe we'll see, uh, this is like, this is kind of the the first like nugget of them forming. Cause I mean, well, not really. Cause Dr. Strange is in there too. And so is, so is Iron Man, but Tony's gone. Um, that still hurts. Yeah. And watching, watching Endgame did not make it any better. I'm sure. This is me. Oh baby. My sister, she was like. Are you crying? It's like, you don't understand. I've been through this whole journey. And Iron Man is my favorite Avenger. Baby. I ain't gonna lie. I was a big fan of the Iron Man movie. When when the first Iron Man movie, when it first came out. Like, I was like, yo, this is is some shit. I didn't give a fuck about Iron Man before. I thought that nigga was goofy. I mean, not like him, but like he just looked goofy. I didn't really know any Iron Man stories. Right. Like, um, to be honest, if you put the Avengers in front of me before that, the first Iron Man movie, I would have been like, um, okay, I, I'm not really a Hulk fan. I, <laughs> Captain America guy, he's all right, but. <laughs> Captain America guy. 
What's up with what's up with this nigga Thor? Uh, I mean Ant Man and the Wasp they got cool powers, but like this Iron Man nigga's goofy. <sighs> Jesus, baby. It's also because like, um, art for Iron Man didn't start out great. It really didn't. Like I'm gonna pull up. Iron Man debuted in the sixties. And you see this. This is a a variant cover of Iron Man number two from 2018. Look how advanced all that shit looks. Oh. He's put. He's donning the Hulkbuster armor. Um. That's what you see when you look up Iron Man on Wikipedia. <laughs> now you open publication history. And um. Damn it! I was hoping it was gonna show me the picture from Tales of Suspense. Oh, that's right. The original Iron Man I title uh, dis- explored Cold War themes. It was, a, it was a whole Cold War kind of thing. Oh. But yeah, let's look up Iron Man debut. Wow. Yeah. That's a weird looking thing. Tales that's of Suspense. A, that's and it like says, a, a, a nightmare version of the Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, of course, I'm sure it's supposed to be, like, his original armor because the, what well, we saw him escaping, um, and having the, the Mark I suit in the movie, mm-hmm. that's a retelling of what happened in the comics. Like, that, that happened almost like that. Oh. They're, like, Ho Yinsen, I, I believe is his same name, but he's a slightly different character. Slightly different. Like, his, uh, his origin story, or, like, rather, his, his background... His, um, you know, his personality, that stuff, were the same. I think they just made him, um, I think they made him Middle Eastern to, well, then again, I mean, we, we were certainly in the Middle East during the Cold War, too. So it's not like this is, it's not like I'm saying this is representative of his, um, you know, all of his 1960s stories. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know I th- I always thought he looked weird until until the the Marvel movies. That's when we put some respect to the name. Yes, that's when Birdman showed up to the radio station demanding respect for for Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> So, so your favorite Avenger. My favorite Avenger, damn baby, that's a tough one. If we're talking about the original six, um, that's still tough. But um, it bounces. It bounces between between Iron Man and Captain America. Okay. Yeah. If we're talking about the Age of Ultron roster, yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to say both of them again because <laughs> I'm going to add someone. <sighs> Fine. Since I, since I want to say both of them and the person I'm going to add, I'm just going to say neither of them and just the person I'm going to add. Vision. Okay. Yes. That's a good choice. Yeah, I thought I thought that he, even as Jarvis, got some, you know, was able to say to just say some great stuff and like just, I don't know, you, you kind of, you're almost watching him become a person <clears throat> as Vision. Um... 
Okay, what about what about you, baby? Um, what's called from that roster? Uh, Iron Man is my top favorite Avenger. Okay. And believe it or not, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, okay. I like Hawkeye. I think he has an interesting story. He does. Apparently, and he was. Apparently, he's been drastically changed, and like a couple, a couple, uh, Marvel tubers. Yeah. That I watch are not fond of the way that he was drastically changed in the MCU. Yeah, I I think he has an interesting story, and I think there's more to his wife than we know. Oh yeah, yeah. She had to have been a shield agent. She she had she yeah, she had to because he's very open. Although, uh, Tony was very open with uh, what's her name? With Pepper. With Pepper, I keep thinking Penny. Mm-hmm. I think he's a red hair. Maybe. Yeah. But Although Pepper makes more sense because we got Pepper Ann. That's true. Although Pepper Potts has been around before Pepper Ann. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, those are my two favorite. Nice. I do like Black Widow, too. She has an interesting story. I just think they could have said her story better. Yeah, they could have said it. They could have done it... Um, they could have told it a little better. Yeah. They could have told it sooner when it made more sense to tell it. Yeah, definitely. I think like that's... Like Black Widow should have been a three, a phase three movie. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I love it that you agree with me. Hi. Hi. Maybe um, maybe the, the, the adjustment should have been like put Black Widow, if not right after, because I get it. Guardians 2 came out three years after Guardians 1. Even though, technically, it takes place... As far as the timeline, the, the Marvel timeline goes, it comes right after. It takes place months after. Um, so it wouldn't, I wouldn't say it had to be uh, right after Civil War. Also, Thor Ragnarok, I believe, is the movie that takes place directly before... Um, shit. Directly before Infinity War. But it came out several months before and had Black Panther between it. And I... Did it come out before Spider-Man? Assuming it came out before, um, before Spider-Man, it would have had that between it too. Yeah. Even though Thor Ragnarok clearly takes place, at least at least it concludes. Well, you know what, then again, maybe, maybe I can't call it because that, that that's assuming that that post credit scene where Thanos' forces find new Asgard the ship um would have what's it called it would have it would have taken place right after they left which it seems to suggest it doesn't but somewhere in phase three could have been a better place to tell that and then maybe put no way home i don't know at the i'm sorry not no way home far from home at the top of phase four i don't know but I also I also don't mind it at the end of phase three. Um, I think because they they really wanted to like set up all that stuff that was going on. It also feels like two like like so so much different shits going on. They're supposed to take place right after one another too. We should we should watch those together in one day. Yes. Far from home and no way home. Yes. Yeah. Also, can I be real? Keep it real, baby. I think this has been the best Spider Man. No Way Home? Or Tom Holland? Tom Holland. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's because he's really portrayed that high school kid. 
That neighborhood king. Where's your neighborhood? The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Yeah. I think that... I, I like all, all three portrayals. I, I will say, when I first saw Andrew Garfield's portrayal, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I like him, which is why I wanted to like it. But I was like, eh, this is... I don't know. I, just, I didn't like the vibe of it. It felt more like... I don't know, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, at some, like, to a degree, I, I, I guess, when, you know what, no. What do you mean, no? No. Tell us. Yes. So, yeah, I, I guess What is I was, that? No. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, yes. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go back, but then I'm just gonna keep going, I'm just gonna... Keep it going. Yeah. Come on, baby, we're I'm just, raw. I'm just gonna crop where I need to. Oh, I guess we're not that raw. <laughs> Slightly cooked. <laughs> um what is it not well done but uh not so rare true. yeah mm. rare well add some sauce add some pepper yeah a little bit of hot sauce no nah, it's better yeah. is it though hey it's 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 like that type of rare that you know it's safe did, did I send you the meme about the guy that apparently has a podcast am I racist for and the guy called yeah. in because he's like am I racist because I Taco Bell they assumed I wanted mild yeah like is it racist that they assumed I wanted mild sauce <laughs> I thought of me shit I would have laughed in that person I, if they if, if I was the person who ran that podcast I would have laughed yeah not even answer just laughed goodness Mild sauce ass drinking nigga. Go ahead, go 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 have some mild sauce nigga. Then call me back. <laughs> You're funny, baby. We'll, we'll be here. I'll look out for your number. Goodness. Gosh, baby. So um when I had first seen Amazing Spider-Man, I didn't see it in, I didn't get to see it in its in its entirety. And it just felt like the overly grittiness, like the heavy-handed overly grittiness of, of like Batman versus Superman. Like I, I, I've never seen that movie in its entirety. That movie's still bad. I really wanted to like it because Ben Affleck's Batman is awesome. Like, it's just that the movie's not, not interesting. <laughs> it's just, it's just a hot mess. And Henry Cavill's Superman's kind of good. I like him. I don't... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I wish I... I guess I wish I enjoyed his portrayal more. I feel like Superman should... I don't know. Why didn't you like it? I don't dislike it. I just don't love it. Why? I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm, try, I'm trying to, like, discern... Is it because I don't love Superman? That's probably it. But I, I really like when Superman crosses over with Batman. I liked I liked the cart the, the Superman the animated series. Okay. I didn't I wasn't an avid watcher, but I was an avid watcher of Batman the animated series and when I would see um when I would see that they were crossing over like hell yeah, dude. Um they really crossed over? Yeah. Oh. In fact, those two series are really the basis for the DC animated universe that I mean, really carried over for several years. I think it only was considered, like, to have ended only in the last few years. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So, basically 20 years they got. Um, also, the Batman the Animated Series is... A, it has a big, like, part of the responsibility for um, firmly establishing the dark image that, that Batman has today. It was like it was like it really hit with the Dark Knight Returns, and then um, Tim Burton's Batman came out. There's a Tim Burton version of Batman. Yes, I'm not into Batman like that. The only Batman I'm into is Batman and Robin. Okay, but you know the Batman. You know the the films that precede that, right? How the ones of Michael Keaton. Those are the Burton films. It's just that those are one series. The Burton. Uh, okay, so that series is Batman from 89 with uh, Michael Keaton with uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Um, Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale. Then there was the Batman Returns with Keaton again and uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. That I remember. Yeah, and um, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. That I remember. That was also Burton. Then, Interesting. Uh, it was supposed to have been the same in the same series, Batman Forever, which uh, Tim Burton was supposed to be the producer and the director. I don't know what happened, but then he was replaced as director uh, with by uh, Joel Schumacher. Why? Oh, know. you say you don't know what happened. That's all good, baby. Uh, so... Sorry, that's baby. Where we, that's where I'm we so used the... to knowing these things, for you to know these things, so... Sweet. So that's where we got the nipple suit. Everybody blames it on Batman and Robin, but no, it began in Batman Forever. People just hate on Batman and Robin more because... <laughs> Nobody... People hate on George Clooney. It's not just that. It's because, let's keep it real, Batman, Batman Forever is still a better film. I enjoy Batman and Robin more. We enjoy Batman and Robin all day. But hey, I can recognize that that movie's also a hot mess. You think so? It is. That movie is so good. It's so much fun. It is such a good time. But it's not as cohesive as it could be. It's super I mean, clunky. I always wanted a garage with like... That secret garage. I remember that's what I wanted when I was growing up. I think that... I mean, as an older person now, as an adult, I don't like garages. But you know what I mean. (laughs) I think that the way that they had it laid out in the beginning... Do try to keep this one back in one keep... Or do try to bring this one back in one piece, sir. So, yeah, yeah, let's... let's, We'll try. (laughs) It's like... I know you. I know. I. I know you know what's out there because you see it on the footage, and I tell you. But like, you do not know what's out there, Alfred. Yo. That shit's funny. There are always a homeless of theories how Alfred was really his father. Oh my goodness! Do you no, remember that? I've never heard that. No, R- that makes no damn sense. Really? You've never heard that? That makes no damn sense, especially in movies, because they always cast him way too old to be his dad. But he could have been an, uh... Dale que tu puedes. Um, also, okay, fine. Run me the, run me the DNA test then. 
because in all of these stories, there is a Thomas Wayne who is very much dead at the hands of Joe Chill, along with Martha Wayne. So... Uh, there was one alternate story, though, in which uh, it's it's Bruce who's the one that's killed. And uh, this drives his parents insane in very different ways. Uh, Thomas becomes Batman, and Martha becomes the Joker. Oh, damn. Yeah. And he's a much more violent Batman. Like, nigga carries a gun, has a red bat, rather than, a, rather than like a yellow or gray one, or yellow or black. That's crazy. Yeah. But we told y'all this is a Marvel episode, not DC. <laughs> Sorry. No, baby. My apologies. We're having fun. So, um, after that, we watched Infinity War. Yes. Now, Infinity War, that is probably still the most intense movie as far as, like, scene for scene. Mm-hmm. Like, Endgame as a movie, possibly, might be more intense. But uh, Infinity War is unquestionably scene for scene more intense. Because it's like... I mean, that that's that's most of the build-up. Yeah. <laughs> so, the fact that we... The fact that we already open... We already open in there. Remember how you liked uh, how we we got straight to it with Defender Strange in America? Yeah. yeah. We get right to it with Thanos and his children having devastated uh, the Asgardians. Um, I mean, it, it, it. You can't even. You can't even see. Uh, you know anybody. You know run for dear life or anything like that they're just devastated Aww. he's got Thor um I mean he's essentially for all intents and purposes defeated Thor he just has him in a grip that he could like potentially kill him at any time but Thor's still like not backing down uh I believe Thyme um, Thy- I believe Heimdall had been stabbed already right I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks like... It looks like um, Loki is, like, still kind of portraying... Like, like doing his, his whole cover thing mm-hmm. to try to act like he's still on Thanos' side. Um, you know, because Ragnarok firmly establishes them, him and his brother on the same side. But, you know, there, there, there just really isn't anything that can, that can be done here. It's, it's clear that this is just a bleak opening and it's to really prepare you for what's to come, especially since we do see Thanos with the Power Stone. And when he, uh... When Ebony Ma uses his his uh, telekinesis to use to throw objects at Thor's mouth to like shut him up, mm-hmm. uh, Thanos is demanding the Tesseract, and using the Power Stone, to, I don't know if he was like trying to fry uh, Thor's brain or something. I mean, granted, he's it's it's Thor. He's an Asgardian. He's a god of thunder, 
Or the God of Thunder, rather. The. Yes, not not a God of Thunder. The God of Thunder. Get it right. Put some respect to that name. My bad, Thor. Um. So he's taking it. He's just, I don't know, I guess trying to figure out what he can do. But. I remember Loki called himself uh, something heir to the heir to some throne. It wasn't the Asgardian throne, heir to some throne. And then he looks at Thor and says, Odin's son. Oh. Yeah. So that, that I guess that was like supposed to be like the, the reminder. Like, remember, as like from the result for the, the events of the last movie, like Loki's good now. So he's probably got a plan. And he tries to, uh, he tries to stab Thanos, which with the power stone, it's like, nigga, no, it's not happening. Yeah. He, uh, breaks Loki's neck and, um, he merges the, the, the space stone, which was the, which is the true form of the, of the Tesseract with his infinity gauntlet. So, uh, Ebony Ma points out that no one else has been, like, nobody has achieved this type of power before to wield two Infinity Stones. Um, oh yeah, I guess I skipped over the fight, uh, the Hulk fight. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We have a Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, no use. Nope. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. It, It does provide some comedic relief, though. It provides, honestly, the scale yeah because um and then i somebody put this really well hulk had never lost like that you know he had to be put to sleep by tony um in in age of ultron mhm and it seemed that he was undefeated on sakar when he was just winning all those battles. That's what he was doing all that time. When he found... Because for, for those two years, until the events of Thor Ragnarok, after he left, after Hulk left in, um, in that Quinjet, in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. he remained Hulk until Thor got him back to, to... Like Thor was able to bring Bruce back out. Oh. He remained Hulk for two solid years. These are always little things that I forget. Yeah, I mean, it's not... They don't really talk about it outside of Ragnarok, too. And it's, like, fucked up when you think about it. Like, like the Hulk just kind of decided, we're just... I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna do this for two years. I'm just gonna be the guy from now on. Well, why, though? I don't know. They they had, they'd had a... An adversarial relationship. They didn't really get along until until Endgame. Yeah. And off screen, we have that explained to us, not really shown. By Professor Hulk. Um, but Heimdall uses the last of his power before he's like just killed in a way, like to make sure he's dead, to send uh, to send um Bruce Banner to Earth. I think he was able to, like, use his la- the last of his power to, like, summon the Bifrost to do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he sends Banner to Earth. 
Uh, he crashes in the Sanctum Sanctorum. And he says, Thanos is coming. And the same person who said that point also pointed out. Um, it was. It seemed like it was still Hulk starting to say that. And like mid-transition. Yeah. Like we see the physical transformation still happening. But it seemed like they were still in transition as well. Hmm. Um... And yeah, Hulk doesn't want shit to do with the with the rest of the the rest of this fight. But we got um what's it called? Now we got Doctor Strange, now we got Wong, they recruit Tony, mm-hmm. and we got Peter, Spider Man, Spider Senses. Ew. Um basically coming out. That that was like the first time that we see it in the MCU, right? Like, coming out to... to The Spider-Sense? Yeah, I think that's the first time we've seen it in the MCU. Is it? I don't think we saw it the whole Homecoming. Oh. And we definitely didn't see it in um in, in Civil War. Oh. Okay. You shout to them for... Hey, we're, we're also going to use Civil War to introduce Spider-Man and Black Panther. Right. Just like, yeah. So much is happening. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> Where's my pre-workout? Okay, you keep moving, so I keep taking my comfort away, baby. Oh, sorry, baby. You keep getting excited there. Yes, I'm very excited. So, yeah, we have them fighting against Ebony Maw and um, Cole Obsidian. And Maw succeeds in at least kidnapping Dr. Strange so that he can get the time stone. Um, I guess we don't have to like recount the movie. I guess I want to really want to pick out like just beat like just just beats that really mean something to you. I'm not feeling very well, Mr. Star. Oh my gosh! I cried. Same. I've seen it a few times, and I cry every single fucking time. Same. It's 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 so crazy just the way it goes down too. Yo. Cause you see, you got you got Bucky, Steve. And it's like piece by piece. He he doesn't even go all the way. He's like he's almost piece, but he's like it. It seems like parts of him go first. <sighs> um. You see Sam struggling to get up, and uh, Rhodey calling for him. <sighs> Baby. Um, oh, wow. T'Challa finding Okoye. Up, General. This is no place to die. And he disappears. She she is literally being helped up by him, only to see him vanish before her eyes. Which I mean, we know from the from Black Panther, Okoye's dedication to the royal family. And I think it's beyond, like, a duty to them. Like, there's... We also see their friendship. Mm-hmm. His, hers and, and T'Challa's. So... That had to have been, like... Okay. That had to have been, like, just so... Frightening. And so just, like... Felt like such a scar of failure. Just, like... 
Oh, and, and she obviously had to mention, had to find out, um, you know, probably within the hour that Shuri had been lost too. Um, who else did we see fade on, like, in Wakanda? I know we still see, like, a lot of the, a lot of the Wakandan, a lot of the Wakandan still, like, fighters, but that's a lot of people that we don't really know, so... Oh, um, Wanda. She's just like, it seemed like once it started, she knew what was happening. So she just kind of like looked up and like accepted it. Uh, Groot. They say that he said dad in Groot. Whatever, whatever, like that part, it doesn't mean quite as much to me. It's just the, just, just seeing the interaction, like he's reaching out. Cause it's also like once it's, once it started happening to them, if they had enough time to like realize what was happening, they knew what was happening. Like that's why, um, that, that was, that was the second iteration of the spider sense. The fact of it's once you once it's happening, you know it's happening. Yeah. He had such a sense that he knew so much before. Like the only one who knew before him was Mantis. When she said something's happening and yeah. then she disappears. Drax, Quill. I love and that he disappeared. Too. Mantis. Yeah. I love her. And she does a really good job with it. She's so she's so weird in like a fun way. So it's happening again. Oh, yeah. The freaking, uh, we've tried to record beyond this point twice now. I think we should leave it where we are. Just in case we lose everything else. <laughs> no, luckily, luckily, uh, the, the losing, uh, this episode is not going to happen. At least thus far, everything that you're hearing up to this point is saved. Okay. So you don't have to worry about that. I just, uh. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta see what's. I gotta see what's up with it. Download Anchor. Yeah. Okay. Um. Damn, I don't even remember what I was saying. It's a great movie. It is. Um, a lot of emotions, emotional roller coasters. Yes. Just when you of... think you're seeing the light, nope. Thanos snatches it from you. Right. Yeah. Just when you think things things might ha- might uh, be good. He gets the space stone. Yeah. Just when you think things might be all right, he gets the reality. He already has the reality stone, and uh, Gamora having stabbed him was just, uh, you know, uh, uh, an illusion. Project- yeah, an illusion that he created with the yeah. reality stone. Um, just when you think they might save Gamora, he throws her off a cliff to get the to get the soul stone. That that scene is insane. Oh wow. That scene is insane. I that that's one that I just oh everything about it 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 hurts because the universe recognized uh what like what he felt for Gamora as love. At least Vormir did. At least the at least the Soul Stone recognized it. Yeah. Um which is sad that, you know, that Gamora's experience and trauma and 
the abuse that she endured um, that got her where she is. And it's basically at, by his hand um, that it seemed to mean nothing to the soul stone itself. Because that whole, the, you asked the universe for something and it told you no, like that would have been powerful if um, she was reduced to a plot device. That's, it's, it's I mean, it's unfortunate. It doesn't take away her performance because it, it was, this was after she, this was after Zoe Saldana performed her ass off in that movie. Yeah, she did a great job. Fantastic job. Somebody was saying that um, the emotional weight of the movie, as far as the acting goes, is definitely Zoe and Josh Brolin. Yeah. And yeah, I'm with it. Uh, sorry, I thought it, thought it was happening again. Oh. It's not. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, we get to Titan. And, yo, that, that plan on Titan seemed like it was going to work. Oh, we're doing like a whole play-by-play of the movie. No, just the oh, okay. just the we're we're just we're starting from Titan basically, and just unless there's any particular moments you want to talk about, I think we could just take it from. No, I mean, <clears throat> I I thought I when we saw that I thought the plan was actually going to do something. Mm. Nah. You you just knew it. You, just, you you knew that that uh, the plan to get the the, the gauntlet off him was going to fail. I knew it made sense. It would make sense for it to fail because it was part one. Yeah. But I was just like, this, this could, this could be something. It could work. We might not need end game, end game after all. <laughs> yeah, end game might be something different. Yeah. No. No, as as Strange said, we were very much in the end game now. Yeah. It was very awesome battle. I love that battle. I've watched that battle more time, several more times than I've watched the movie. The battle on Titan and uh, those scenes also on on Wakanda when when Thanos gets there. When he just gets there, he has five stones and he just like just tossing everybody aside. It was just like just no fucks. But I guess before we close out, I just want to talk about um, the actual snap. We got Wanda. Finally convinced to uh, to destroy to, to to do what she can to destroy the stone, she has to use all her power to destroy the stone, and hold Thanos off using what with while he has the power of five fucking infinity stones. She succeeds, but because one of those five is the time stone, she also fails. I confirmed in this movie that Wanda is. People know how strong she is. She's one of the rather strong ones. She's easily one of the top... She's top three. Yeah, because... As far as MCU goes, it's her. Because they even say she's not there, or, or she's gone, or do it now. Like, they're keeping an eye on her. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. You see, that's, that's where her villain story starts, man. I'd say I'd yes, but also I mean as far as like titles, yes, but um, I mean if the flashbacks in Wandavision say otherwise. Mm. Well, also her hero story and villain story could be could be classified as one and the same. That is true. Die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Tony versus uh, 
Wanda or Vision versus Wanda. Oh. Ain't that some shit. Oh. Um. But yeah. Then he gets them all. And it's hopeless. Thor comes through with Stormbreaker. Oh shit, that's right. There's hope. Mm. He should have gone for the head. Yeah. And just each... I've I've watched the the disab the, the vanishings so like the the so many times that I I can just like get I get something different out of each one, like like on Titan the way that the way that Mantis says something's happening. The fact that she and she and Peter clearly feel it the soonest. Holy shit, y'all! This keeps happening. Okay. So we were talking about the um, we we had been off this we we had been deep into a tangent. We brought in all the multiverses. You know what it is? Marvel is the one to talk about it. I guess not. I guess they only want Scott Lang to talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah, big even bigger spoilers. Yeah, you should know this is any any Marvel episode is gonna have spoilers. Oh, I'm just getting so annoyed. Okay, so we were on the snap. And we were on the, uh, oh, I do still want to include that bit we talked about, about, uh, about Nebula. Okay. They do a lot of showing and not telling, or a lot of telling and not showing with, with Nebula. Yeah. I feel like, like, there's, like, they want us to feel so bad for her and all that shit. And it's just like, yeah, I feel bad for, for what Thanos has done to her, but like all that shit that you're talking about, that this, this warped relationship with her and Gamora... They, they've done a shit job of showing that. I and, just want a sister! And it's like, when? When, when, when have I been shown that? Because any time that, that Nebula's been on screen, it's been to do what Thanos wants. And um, then in, in part two, she just wanted to start killing Gamora. Yeah. <gasps> then then in part, after part two, her, her, uh, at the end of part two, her mission became to kill Thanos. And so for three years, she's on a mission to kill Thanos. And fails. Like, when was she going to, when was she going to succeed? If she didn't succeed before she, before he uh, was wielding an infinity stone, was she going to succeed after he got the power stone? Was she going to succeed after he got the power stone and space stones? I love your face right now. You're like, when? Was she going to succeed uh, once he got the reality stone too? So he could pull that same shit that he, that he pulled on Gamora in Nowhere? Get the fuck out of here. So imagine him having four Infinity Stones and her crashing on t- into him on Titan. And conven- it is she was so lucky that, uh, that Iron Man and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and the Guardians were there. Because otherwise, she would have been scrapped. In what... In what world was I supposed to believe that 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 intelligent ass Nebula, and Nebula who's so intelligent that that she already knows how time travel's supposed to work, and it's so obvious to her, even though uh, it's it's be it, it's she's what's it called talking down to Rhodey and Scott for going off of Back to the Future rules and Hot Tub Time Machine rules. Do you really think she's that smart, though? They portray her as that smart. She's supposed to be, like, one of the main scientists. She she was basically, uh, what's it called? Rocket's uh, backup scientist. 
my opinion. I think that when you talk about intelligence on Marvel, I think Iron Man. I think Ant-Man. Like Hank or like Scott? Cause... Scott. Because Scott, Scott's not dumb. No, he's not. He's not. No, absolutely not. Don't know. I don't think. It's also that, that she's dealing with like. she's she's. I will give her that. She's probably dealt with like technology that that. Uh, Iron Man's never even, had never even seen before before Endgame before he was brought back before he was stuck with her in the ship and they were What's brought the back. What's the name of Black Panther's sister? Shuri. She's a genius. Yeah, I think so too. But I think also the, it's a, it's the fact that she had all that Wakanda. She she had that um, yeah. she she had basically prior Wakanda technology to build off of plus her own genius. Right. So she had a she had a, a pretty like high standard that she was a, that she was able to work with. It was a yeah, it was a combination. I uh, basically a non spoiled Tony. Yes. That just that just was working with better tools. Yes. Tony was pretty smart though. Oh, absolutely. Because even I think it's an end game when he's like, I did it, I figured out. Like yeah. time travel. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right. And then and then um also Reed Richards, he's supposed to be the greatest mind in the Marvel universe. And I'm sure that's gonna carry over once they fully introduce him. Mm-hmm. You know, they call him the smartest man alive in the in Multiverse of Madness. That's also what they call him in the comics. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Huh? Who was Reed that? Richards, Mister Fantastic. All right. I really need to look into the Fantastic Four, Five, and Six. <laughs> I don't know how many. No, I feel you because Fantastic Two. Because they they add up they they do add on like Reed and Sue's uh, daughter or son and daughter. Yeah. But that's like eventually. I'm sure they're not coming for like ten years. Is it Pam? <laughs> no, it's Cece. That sounds amazing. Mr. James, Pamela, and P.P. Halpert. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gosh. So, yeah, once they fully introduce uh, Reed Richards, I'm sure even he will be the... Uh, he, he'll, he'll be, like, in there to, to dwarf Tony like nobody's business as far as intelligence. Mm. I'm sure that's their intent. Right. Um... What is it? And even Thanos is supposed to be like some kind of genius too. Um, yeah, but he has a he's a genius, but also a bit of a dictator there. Oh yeah, no, def- definitely. He, he like, believes in genocide. Yeah, definitely like the opposite extreme of that, that, that's a, that's another thing. I think he's supposed to be like an opposite extreme of of uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's supposed to be this smart, and it's just like, but you went flying into her, and I get it with the the shit with. Okay, I guess where where we went into her is because because of the whole, I partially blame her, for like, going into the whole spiel of logicking out how he's there with the Soul Stone and Gamora is not. Because I'm sure Quill could have put it together, but he clearly was not putting it together then. No. Not in not not clearly not in that moment. Mm-mm. And maybe she had already put it together. Uh, I don't know if she's known for her tact, but I I I put that partially on her. Um. But if we, I guess if we if we want to split hairs, mm-hmm. Iron Man could have yelled at him from. His position, rather than getting, rather than letting go and depending on 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 just Spider Man to get it, that is true. 
Because at, at a certain point, the only person actually getting the gauntlet off was Spider-Man. Uh, I think Doctor Strange was using... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't I think he was using magic to keep him in place. Drax was using his body to keep him in place. Um, that is true. Yeah. Mantis was keeping him under. Yeah. That, Mantis is pretty strong, though. So... Keeping him under? Yeah. Oh my and, also, and 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 again, Nebula just didn't help. Yeah, she just didn't help. She just made she just showed up and made shit worse. I can't. I can't. Yeah, and I do feel bad. You know, when he called her, when he, when he said you should have killed me when when you had the chance, it would have been a waste of parts. That was awful. Yeah, that was a horrible thing. Like, so I. I at the same time, I guess got to give her that she was she was just going. She went. She it was the same thing with 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 uh, with Quill. They went crazy once they you know once they were sure that Gamora was just not safe at least. Because mm. he would have been there with her, right? Right. Yeah, she would have been there. If he if he like once he had the stole the soul stone, he would have either taken her. Uh, to Titan to wait to, for what was happening, mm-hmm. or let her go. Right, you were saying. But obviously, we know what happened with the Soul Stone. Let's do an exchange. Yeah. That's sad. Oh my goodness. And this also, how do you give that back? If you don't like, if you don't want it anymore, like the Soul Stone. Yeah. Here, here, let me throw it back. I don't need it anymore. It's it's supposed to be irreversible. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that though? I don't know. You know what's funny is that in Earth eight three eight, um, I think he had the first four stones that he got. Um, like I think he was shown to have an, a, a gauntlet with those four, like everything but time and mind. Once um. Once he had been defeated by the Illuminati. Uh, he for sure did not have the Mind Stone. But I don't think he had the Time Stone either. I think you're onto something. So, I mean, if that's the case, Gamora's dead in A38. Yeah. Before the events of the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 that was just interesting to point out. I don't know. But what did what did you think of like the ending? Of Infinity War? Yeah. Well, I think both times, the times that we've seen it like on our own and the times that we've when well, we saw it at the movie, it was shocking. I was like, what's happening? They're disappearing. Now what? Now I'll have to wait what? Like seven more months? Right. There just seemed like so many places where where the heroes were going to come through at the last second. Yeah. Like, and I, I may have said this before, this may have been the part, a part that didn't get deleted or that didn't, that didn't, that actually got recorded, but like, um, uh, we've had a lot be- of, th- a lot of conversations that oh have been re- gosh. deleted. And we were on a great tangent before. Goodness. So like, at the beginning of the movie, yeah, of course, things look super fucking bleak. But he's only got one stone, so it seems like there's... But then he's got two. Never mind. 
but he's only got two. So there's got to be some kind of hope. Then they're going to nowhere. You think they're going to, you know, there's hope for them to get the reality stone and, uh, you know, there'd not be a whole thing. Nah, turns out he's got it. After faking us out with her killing him, turns out he's got it. Then the soul stone. I think that I think once he gets the stole the soul stone, that's when I think things start to really look bleak. Like fuck. But then it's like we just got that gut wrench. Surely they're not gonna fuck things up. Surely things aren't gonna get more fucked up from here, right? And then, um, then the then the plan goes awry, and then it it just all the all, the guardians were easily defeated. It turns into a it, strange versus Thanos, in which that doesn't work, and then. Uh, Iron Man versus Thanos, in which Iron Man's nearly killed. Mm-mm. Um, looking back, that nanobot tech was—I'm so sad that we only get to see him use like that. Like they, they only get to see the suit that's even more advanced th- than that in Endgame, and for so little of the movie. Mm-mm. Um, but I mean, I guess the the shield that he had in Endgame, he had to learn from this battle. Right. Um, then he's so, so then he's got the time stone because whatever Doctor Strange saw involves Tony staying alive and him getting and and Thanos getting the time stone. And then, oh, no, don't tell me we're gonna lose Vision, even though he's been very weak in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, they just, like, nerfed him to all hell. Like, oh, all these things that aren't supposed to be able to happen to him suddenly can happen to him. Yeah. Um, so they destroyed the Mind Stone. Wow, he's not going to win after... Oh, shit, he does have the fucking time... Nah, yeah, he's using it. Yeah, wow. He dies. Not and- only once, oh. but twice. Oh, okay. And the fact that... Oh, my goodness... Like, didn't even he didn't even acknowledge Thanos did not even acknowledge Vision as a like as a person. He just he just grabbed him. He just saw the Mind Stone. Yeah, that's horrible. The fact that Vision was such a good character in uh, in in Age of Ultron for what he had, and it seemed like they were building towards something in Civil War. And also, part of what part of what gets fucked up in Civil War is the fact that he's so powerful and wasn't quite able to control it or didn't control it right. Only for his next appearance to be ah, I get stabbed and I'm just out of commission for most of the movie. <laughs> I'm supposed to be one of the most powerful Avengers, far and away. Vision is one of the most powerful Avengers. Let's let's not get it fucked up. I got stabbed. Ah, but Corvus Glaive stabbed me, like... (laughs) And for how easily... I would watch a movie like that, like, oh, yeah, here I am, powerful Avenger. Oh, I got stabbed. Can't do it. I'm out. And for the quick work that uh, that Vision makes of Corvus Glaive later on in the movie, that was just, like... They reduced... They reduced him to, to a plot device. They reduced him to a MacGuffin. Honestly... Vision after the after those first couple scenes with Wanda, he was little more than the Time Stone. I'm sorry, than the Mind Stone. 
That's a damn shame. MacGuffin? Like what you say in your song? Yeah. What's a MacGuffin? So a, Mac- <laughs> a MacGuffin is a device that it's it's just kind of there to drive the plot. Like the Infinity Stones were the MacGuffin of a few of the Infinity Saga movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Aether was the MacGuffin of Thor the Dark World. The The Tesseract was the MacGuffin of Captain America the First Avenger and Captain Marvel. Okay, gotcha. Well, less so Captain Marvel. A lot less so, actually. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. MacGuffin. MacGuffin. It's the word of the day. All right. Um, I guess we'll just uh, close out here by giving just a couple thoughts on Miss Marvel. <gasps> I love Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's so much fun. We're what two, two, three episodes, two episodes. Yeah, in. we're caught up at the at the time of this. At the time. Oh of- yeah, my first question to to Cyrex when we finished this week's episode was like, "What happens next? How fe- how behind are we?" He's like, "Oh no, we're up to date. Why? Where are we up to date? Because <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so much fun. She's such a fun character. Her family is fun." Um, I, I mean, granted, her mom's like, I mean, but I, I, I get the characterization though. But she's still, she still has fun moments, even when like the. But we'll talk about that. With her guacness. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's more. There's more. There's, there's more. definitely more. So yeah, we just wanted to mention that we will be talking about Miss Marvel very soon. Um. So yeah, we're gonna cut this before any more gets cut. <laughs> We appreciate y'all listening, and uh, sorry for the two-week hiatus, basically. It's Mercury's haterade. Mm-hmm. Mercury is absolutely in haterade, just dunked in it. Yeah. Just drowning in it. Mercury's... What was that I saw? Mercury's in reggaeton. Reggaeton! <laughs> All right. Remember to follow us at the Freak Show Podcast. Yes, at CyrexMC. At Super underscore Elsie. And, of course, your favorite sponsor... Well, our favorite sponsor for your favorite sweets Ooh. at mama.lc.flan. Yeah, Put some so sweetness in your life. life. Yeah. Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. Woo! Boom. Mm-hmm.